EastEnders fans, and welcome to another episode of Albert Square After Dark, your weekly EastEnders podcast. This week, discussing the episode broadcast between the 4th and the 8th of December 2023. And a Friday episode. When was the last time we had one of them? Thanks for the short notice, BBC, for changing the schedule. Oh my God, the thing like, we've had to we've had to jump through hoops to get this recorded today. I hope you're grateful. Yes. <laughs> Hello, my name's Rob. Welcome to Albert Square After Dark. This lovely lady is Ree. Hi, Ree. How are you this week? I'm great, Rob. How are you? Don't lie to me. You're not fine at all. <laughs> <laughs> oh, poor Ree. She's had a right morning, haven't you, love? Yeah, just one of them days, isn't it? Yeah. And, you know, mainly because EastEnders gave us no notice. No, right? barely we any. record this on a Friday morning. Yeah, we How are you supposed that. to watch the Friday episode? We've only watched it. I've only watched it once. I normally yeah. have to watch them twice the way through. Yeah. So if we miss anything out from Friday's episode, Very blame EastEnders. Yeah, blame all EastEnders as well. Hey-ho. Um, I've had a good old week, haven't I, Ree? I passed my theory yes. test this week. Yes! First time, first time, first time. Yeah. What? 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 Now all I need to do time? is pass the practical. What? What? I was looking online for a bit of gratification, and apparently like, just under 50% of people don't pass it the first time. So I was quite thrilled with that. It's quite good. It's quite good. Yeah, I know loads of people who've had to do it a few times. So well done, Rob. Thanks. Bravo. My smug face is actually smug this week. <laughs> there we are then. Um, so yeah, I'm pleased about that. So now all I need to do is pass the practical. So that's going to be the fun bit, isn't it? It's fine. Yeah, be right. Be right. I'll be driving by this time next year. It'll all be marvellous. Uh, Just get right your instructor then. to do the route before you go. Like, yeah, but there's several. All the possible routes. Yeah, there's several. Well, yeah, yeah. I'll get, I'll get more at did... six o'clock in the morning just to practice all the different routes around the town. Yeah. Yeah, you'll be, be all right. right. Be a reet. Be a reet. Uh, right then, ladies and gents, uh, fully in December now. We are in the run-up to Christmas Day. We've only got a couple of weeks left until we find out who's on the floor. And oh my goodness me, did we have some confirmation and some interesting information come through this week. We'll discuss that later on. Some surprises are in store, I feel, because we have had an official suspect list of who is going to be on the floor released. Hmm. We'll discuss that later, uh, but let's get on with this week's Albert Square After Dark. So, uh, busy old week this week. We have much to discuss. We shall start with uh, talking about the aftermath of last week with uh, Suki and Nesh and Ravi. And where the hell is Eve? Um... Suki obviously is sort of a bit dazed and confused after all the events that happened last week. Not unnoticed by Nish. Um, do you think there is a smidgen, even a modicum of guilt in Nish about any of this, about how Suki is feeling? No, not one no. little bit. No. Do no. You? Well, I, I, no, I don't think it was necessarily guilt. I think it's more the fact that he knows that Suki doesn't want to be there. I think that's what's really sort of gnawing at him. And the way that we know that, so that he doesn't feel any guilt later on, is because he's still got Eve's phone. And Ravi sort of talks to him and like, why have you still got that? That's a stupid thing to still have. Once the police get involved, they're going to be tracking that phone. Why have you still got it, you moron? Uh, and he basically manages to get out of Nish that she, he's literally just keeping it. A, to keep tabs on Suki, and to see like the text that she's sending to his phone. And B, just to watch her squirm. Like he's kind of just enjoying it. He's a nutter, yeah, that's... that man. That's what Ravi said. I think there's um there's also a bit of arrogance and yes. an underlying thing that you think um if he did get caught somehow all of this with these mm. phone, it just yeah. drop Ravi in it and be like, well, oh yeah, like, if, he if it's in my house, it must be because of Ravi. 
that is the only reason I think that he got Ravi involved in the first place. Like he could have yeah. disposed of Eve himself. Like it's not like he hasn't killed before, but he wanted right. He's put Ravi in charge of getting rid of Eve as is basically an insurance claim for himself, hasn't yeah. he? Like to make sure that he can wipe himself out of all trouble and all sort of consequences. It's the only reason he's done it. He's a bad, bad man. Um, so there's some drama with the phone this week. Nish temporarily loses the phone and is kind of like in big panic. And it turns out that Avani found it and tried to sell it <laughs> because she's an entrepreneur. Well, 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 I have a little wondering with that because the first Ooh. thing Avani said was, don't worry, battery was dead. I've not read any messages on it. Why say that? Is that you're thinking? I mean, yeah, I mean, we're, to be fair, I might be overthinking it, but they you might have never. just been saying it so that we know... <laughs> Me, never. Yeah, never. So that we know that she's not checked the messages to tell the audience she's not, uh, yeah, yeah. She's not, she's read not it. checked the messages. Yeah, yeah. Or yeah, was she saying it, it because she has actually read she the has. messages? Well, I mean, she is a like she is a bit like a mother, and her mother's quite mm. happy to walk into a kitchen and see a letter that's, that's meant for somebody else and just open it because that sounds like a laugh. So she might have done that. She and might have done it. And you're telling me Ivani couldn't find a phone charger for that phone and charge exactly. it out of curiosity or something. I don't know. Mm, possibly so her and Priya might because like if Priya found out that it was actually Eve as well then she could got mm-hmm. something else to go to Suki with I don't know we'll Just see little... watch this space Ponder. you think Ponder. Watch your... ponderment yeah we'll go for a ponderment that's definitely the word <laughs> that's definitely the word um so well, yes maybe watch this space with what Avani does or doesn't know we think um meanwhile so the, f- the phone's found and the niche goes right fine okay I get it that freaked me out Ravi you need to get rid of it and Ravi <laughs> I quite enjoyed Ravi's attempt to get rid of the phone. So he takes it into the kitchen of the of Walford East, uh, knocks a jug off the table for no reason whatsoever, and then goes at it with a with a with like a meat cleaver. And yep. it's I mean, let's be honest here, that phone didn't look too bad after the meat cleaver attack. How many of us have dropped our phones a few inches off a desk or a table and it smashes into oblivion on the floor? Yep. This phone is made it's like it's like a re-entry shield. It's absolutely fine. It kind of the screen's a bit smashed, but you, I think they could still get the evidence that they need out of it if they needed to. So has he got rid of it or is that enough? I don't think it's gonna be enough. Mm. Mm, I don't know. I mean it would I mean, just lob it in a bin or something, it would have probably... I mean, surely, that would be the sensible thing to do. I bet Vinny like... could fix that. I bet Vinny I could bet fix he couldn't. that. Ooh, <laughs> Ooh, maybe Suki might come across it and get Vinny to... Ooh. Maybe. If he's not hidden it, because we, we didn't see where he chucked it. No, he, I think we didn't see where well, he hasn't chucked it. it. Well, you'd think that would be the sensible thing to do, but I, I don't, because I don't know really know why he destroyed. I mean, I get why he went at it with a meat cleaver, I guess, both because he was getting frustrated and the fact that he uh, clearly in his in his mind, right? So if I destroy it, then that's all. Well, that's all that needs to happen here. But mm, the fact that we didn't see him mm. actually get rid of the phone makes me think that that phone is going to be relevant later on. Yeah, so yes, we'll potentially. See. We shall see. Um, Suki is kind of getting worried and suspicious and goes to Stacy. I am enjoying the Suki and Stacy scenes. I like them. I think these two work really, really well together. It's nice because they have had uh, a the kind of roller coaster of a relationship, really, if you look at their history together. Um, and Suki at one point thinks Stacy has just talked Eve out of going off with her. And Stacy's like, Yeah, what I have? I might have done. Yeah, good. Hope I did. No, I Hope thought, I did. I, th- I thought the opposite. I thought. Stacy tried to imply that well maybe maybe he finally listened to me because I'm not your biggest yeah, that's fan. What I mean. but yeah. Suki, yeah, but I thought Suki was like nah, doesn't believe it. Nah. Well, by the end of the week, um, Stacy is worried because she realizes that this isn't like Eve to just completely disappear with no contact whatsoever. Like, why wouldn't she talk to Stacy? 
you know, it's not like they fell out or anything. They left on very, very yeah, good terms. Yeah, why would you yeah. check on kids and see how kids are uh, doing? Yeah, exactly. Mm. <clears throat> so, especially, you know, the state, the, the place where Stacey was when Eve was supposed to have disappeared was straight after the court hearing. So you'd think that she would at least check in on Stacey. So it all feels mm. a little bit strange and uncomfortable. So she goes to Jack and says, uh, right, so I help. I need your help in finding Eve because something's going on here. And Jack, obviously... Because Stacey flutters, flutters her eyelashes. is like, yeah, I'm on that. Not a problem whatsoever. I can't have, I can't have you being worried about No, we can't have Stacey day. Slater upset, can we? I'm a branding. We must keep you happy, Stacey. So uh, yeah, watch the space between those two. Um, so, well, go on. Well, before before she goes to Jack, she goes to Suki, doesn't she? To say, do you think there's any way that Nish might have done something? And Suki's like, oh, no. He's acting the exact same as usual. I don't 100% know if uh, Nish had anything. I mean... To be fair, he is acting pretty much the same mm. as usual, isn't he? But do you think? I wonder if maybe a few seeds were planted at that moment in Suki's head as to maybe maybe she hadn't considered that Nishnu up to that point, but maybe mm, Stacey possibly. saying that to her is going to make her a little bit more aware of watching of watching what Nish is actually doing because she says that Nish would have basically locked her in a room if she'd know if she if he'd known about this. But maybe he's now got, she's now going to start thinking oh actually do you know like why has eve just completely disappeared and i and you're acting you're acting like this so i wonder if kasuki's not stupid so i do wonder if this is going to start some cogs whirring that's what made me so sad why i was suki not seeing that there's something going on with nish but yeah maybe uh, and like i said maybe maybe ivani will have read the messages i don't know or Maybe. Because because Suki was out of the room when they came in with the phone. I think there's going to be some relevance as to why Ivani took that phone, sure. Okay. I don't know. I just think that it was enough to kind of set Nishi's mind into, into panic mode a little bit and sort of relinquish mm, his control a little bit. Because as to say, yeah. well, the phone could have gone missing and this could have gone a lot, 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 lot worse. I I don't know. I don't, I'm, I'm inclined to think that Avani hasn't actually read those messages, but I might be wrong. It can surprise you, but I've been wrong I could before. be wrong. It I happens. could be wrong. <laughs> Never, Ree. You're never wrong. So I'm I'm wrong on the side, but you're you're never wrong. So uh, I think it's probably quite right. But I don't know. We'll see. We'll have to wait and see. But obviously, we haven't got long. So when Suki finds out, which she ine- inevitably will, she's going to go absolutely mad on Nish, isn't she? Is this going to be the uh, the point of no return for Suki and Nish? Is she going to go that one step too far and kill Nish, and then he's going to be on the floor Christmas Day? Will she be able to? He's meant to be this big tough guy. Is, what is Suki gonna finally just go? Do you know what? I've Flanked by the other five. Twenty years with her, whatever. In fact, surely longer than twenty years. Thirty years. Sorry, with the stuff out on him. Yeah, possibly. Mm. We shall have to wait and see. But it's very exciting. Uh, right then, ladies and gents. Uh, let's move on to the next story. <laughs> The sexual chemistry between Jack and Stacy is becoming more and more evident this week, I feel. And the little scene where they, because uh, Jack was babysitting uh, for baby Charlie XCX this week uh, and Stacy passed him a blanket or something and their hands touched. We had that little shot of them looking at each other going, oh, our hands touched. Oh, when is their affair starting, Ree? When do you think? Next week, the oh, week it's... after? Soon. Yeah, Soon. very very imminently, isn't it? Because, you well, know, it's in time for Christmas Day. Well, what I've realised... Yeah, well, Stacey's tradition tends to be that she'll get laid on Christmas Day with someone she's not supposed to, and then she'll witness someone dying. That tends to be Stacey's Christmas all tied up into oh. one, doesn't it? Oh, uh, well, that's nice to... for her. At least it's she a knows nice what Christmas. she's having every year. I know, it's a turkey... <laughs> 
sex and death. That's Stacey's Christmas normally, isn't it? Yeah, there you go. Um, So (laughs) Denise has returned early. Hurrah. We missed Denise. I didn't realise how long she'd been away. She'd been gone ages. That's quite a holiday. I didn't realise it were a few months, but I knew she'd been gone a while, yeah. I mean, it's Mm. flown by, obviously. Big Big things. Big things coming. Um, but it's nice to see her again. So she returns uh, unaware of the fact that Sam is currently sat at her kitchen table and been sleeping on her sofa. So she's somewhat unimpressed to see that. Um, uh, she, she doesn't know anything. This is the thing. Jack's told her absolutely nothing. So she doesn't know that Sam's back for a start. Didn't know that Sam was staying at her house. So she's unimpressed to see that. And then just as Jack is just about right in that, he takes her for lunch. This is a, this was a thing that kind of annoyed me. Like, she was like, well, where can we possibly go for lunch in the whole of London? Oh, let's go there. Like, they never leave the square. I know this is not the East it thing. Peed me off because... It's a soap no, thing. I, I know. I know it's a soap thing because they never leave the street on Coronation Street either. But it's sort of like you're in London. You could go anywhere. But no, let's Even go to that he... high and mass shop. And when he made, um, Jack made that we... comment, didn't he? Like, oh, because we can't go anywhere. We can't else go to Walford East. Can we? we can't oh, go to no. that restaurant. Well, that's it. That's, that's it. That's it. That's, that's, I guess gone. it's part. Of, <laughs> that's it. That's we've exhausted the entire supply of restaurants in the whole of London. We can only go to that pie and mash shop just there. So yeah. there you go. Um, and in said <laughs> pie and mash shop, <laughs> in, oh, I know. Yeah. I mean, I know. I know. I know. It's a soap thing, but honestly, we know. Um, we know. In, well, yeah, it's annoying. In the soap, in the pie and mash shop, she discovers that Dean is back as well. So that doesn't exactly give her a, give her a whole load of smiles either. She is not pleased to see Dean whatsoever. I can't actually remember how things were left between Denise and Dean. They mentioned, didn't they, that at first she was sticking up for him, and then obviously yeah, she well, lying. There is obviously is history between Dean and Chelsea, so that wasn't that yeah. hasn't exactly uh, uh, done done Dean any favors, um, and obviously. You know, Denise is fully aware of what uh, Dean did to Linda. We get a nice scene between Dean and uh, between Denise and Linda later on uh, in the Vic, where Denise is basically like, uh, "Are you okay? Because your rapist is just down the road." Um, so she is spectacularly unimpressed to see him, and she's just sort of just really annoyed that Jack is keeping all these secrets from her. And I wonder if that is, you know, sort of again planting these seeds in Denise's mind. This marriage isn't working. You know, we already know that Jack's eyes wandering and Jack's clearly kind of having second thoughts about Denise. So is that feeling reciprocated, do you think? Well, it's starting to look like it, isn't it? Especially with him having Sam come and stay. Yes. I don't know, it's a, bit <clears throat> of, it's a bit of a weird one, though, for me, because Denise did technically cheat on Jack earlier this year. Mm. Which I think that's where all the troubles have started from, though. Let's be honest. That doesn't mean that. Oh well, I'm allowed to have an affair back then, so it's even. But uh, well, that will probably be Jack's logic if and when this, if and when she gets caught yeah. out. I mean, it's. I so there's also a scene between Denise and Raffi this week. Um, it's nothing like it's nothing overly mad, but I think Jack what is like Jack sees it from yeah. across the square. And basically, Raffi's just needling at Denise. Um, and Denise says, I have no interest in Ravi whatsoever. We, we are done. I don't have any interest in the Panasars. I don't have any interest in Ravi. So they're constantly having to sort of reassure each other that everything's fine. And it has been that way ever since the, the affair between Denise and mm. Ravi. So this is what I mean. It's it's There's no trust in that relationship whatsoever. So in some ways, it's actually quite a realistic sort of disintegration of a marriage that we're watching here. Like the trust yeah. has been obliterated between them and they're sort of swimming against the tide in order to try and make it work and we know that you can swim against the tide but you can't swim against a tsunami so that's oh good one no huh? way. i know where, I don't know where that came from where did oh, that come from i have no idea the wordsmith of my brain i tell you um 
So obviously Sam think, is. Yeah. Go on. No, go I on, was just going to say? say I think I think obviously we know this affair's coming, but mm. I think Jack just. It's not just about the marriages; it's about the kids that they've got together. Like obviously yeah. Raymond's there, Amy, Amy in particular, who who relies on Denise a lot, a lot, um, yeah. and Ricky. So I think that's why Jack's like. I think that's what I think the birth clinging on to that to be honest because they have got a little family set up. But yeah, and ironically, know, none Denise... of them are, none of them are kids that they have had together. It's just each other's kids. Yeah. They've sort of created yeah. this as created this family around. Yeah, but Denise just runs off to uh, Kim's like drop her a hat. So mm. I don't know. Is that really? Again, yeah, it's not like she's prepared to actually sit. Yeah, it's kind of like right, you yeah. deal with Sam. I'm going to Kim's. I can't deal with this. So it's sort of like how much effort is actually being put in both ways yeah. from from them because Jack could have informed Denise while she was on holiday. It's all very well to sit around and say, "Oh, I didn't want to ruin your holiday." What this two month exertion that she'd had, you know, I'm sure she could and have coped with a phone like... call saying, uh, "Sam's back and Dean's back," just to let you know. So yeah, I I agree, and I did, I kind of understood the Dean thing, but then it was like. Then when he like took it to the place that he's running, I was like, well, why wouldn't you then say to it, oh, you might not want to go there. But yeah, need to tell you. Oh, we're going to wait until lunch, otherwise we haven't got anywhere else that we could possibly eat <laughs> in the entire London. Exactly. Oh, honestly. Um, so obviously, as we said in the uh, the Suki story discussion, Stacy goes to Jack at the end of the witch try and finds Eve. And again, it's that sort of, that it's there, isn't it? Like all week they're sort of giving each other the eyeball and sort of smiling at each other and the little hand touch thing. So, I mean, what do we reckon? Do you think, like, it'll happen before Christmas Day, or do you reckon, like, it'll happen in, in Christmas week, I think, those two. I don't know how, yeah. but, it'll, but it'll happen, just in the run-up to it. Because Jack has been put on the suspect list. We may as well talk about it now. So, the official suspect list for who might be on the floor has apparently been officially revealed. It has been narrowed down to seven men who could be on the floor. That lineup is Keanu, Dean, Phil, Jack, Nish, Ravi, and Rocky. Now, some of those, non-surprising, no Theo. So I oh, guess yeah. that's well, done. I guess that's I done, guess then. that he's not been released on bail then, Theo. Is that what we're supposed to think? Oh, is that I why don't know. I just, the... It's just surprising not to see him on there after the build-up we've had to it, unless, he's, unless they're doing a kind of thing where Theo's not on the list but it will end up being Theo which I don't think nah surely it's got to be that. one of them if they've, yeah. if they've released it it's got to be one well, of those seven. the fact that they've stuck Jack and Phil on there who I Jack... think it's Jack I, I think don't... it's Jack you know I'm, really yeah because yeah, it'd be such a big shock but it would because it's kind of like why is Jack suddenly on there you know it's sort of like I, I said it a couple of weeks ago I'm like hmm seeing people online saying it maybe yeah. I don't know I, mean, so... I was Phil, no, the thing Phil. is, with, it, it would be a shock. My it would God. be a shock, but the thing is, the thing is with Phil, it's unsurprising to see him there because it's the sort of storyline that Phil always finds himself in. Like, oh, Phil might die. It's like, of course he's not. Who done die. it? Who it's done Phil. it? Yeah. And the thing is, I don't think it's the sort of exit that would be suitable for Phil. I think if Phil was ever to leave, he needs his own kind of big story to, big to leave rather than just. Mm. And, and, and to be fair, at the moment, none of those women have a reason to kill Phil. So why is he on the list? Yeah, Keanu and Phil maybe having a little. So mm. why has Phil been put on the list other than the fact that he's Phil and it kind of suits him being? Because do you you remember there were spoiler 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 there were some photos leaked of Sharon and Keanu's wedding and on one of those photos 
Phil was wearing the amber cufflinks, I think he's just a massive red herring. Because for him to let a photo like that slip for him wearing cufflinks, well, too. unless he is wearing them on day and then he gives them back to someone. Well, he's got the cufflinks at the minute, but oh, yeah. oh, I just yeah. I, I can't see it being Phil. Obviously, in all of the individual promos that have been released, they're all wearing the cufflinks obviously and people are literally grasping at anything now oh rocky's touching his cufflinks that must mean it's him you know it's oh, oh jack's, yeah. jack's jacket is open and everyone else is wearing and everyone else him. is closed it must be jack you know it's someone sort of jumping on all of these little anything grasping at anything to try and make some sense out about what's what's actually coming um i God. thought right do you know what i find a little odd that i must say probably me over analyzing who would have thought never it. never Rocky looks a bit like he's been superimposed in, like, oh, look, spoiler, uh, it looks like, oh, we all, we've all found out Rocky's leaving. Should we just shove him on suspect list then? Because it doesn't make sense that there's six women but seven men to me. So I well, this like is the, been added on. This is the other thing. I find it really kind of surprising that there's seven men and six women. Yeah. Now, this to I me, mean. open. yeah, but this to me opens up the possibility still there's that there's a seventh woman still to be revealed. And Eve. I find it, well, Eve or Anna, I find it very odd that Anna has had, this is going mm. properly meta, I get this, but like a lot of the six have had like Days in the Lives released on Instagram, you know, basically where you just follow the actors around for the day and it's all very nice sort of behind the scenes type thing. It's like, hi, this is me in my dressing room. This is me filming. This is me giving another co-star some banter. You know, it's all very Balvinda lovely. Circles one, by yeah, the way. it was great fun. Love you know, they all, they all they loved each other to bits on that show and it's really nice to watch. However... You've had one release for Gillian Taylor. You've had one release for Lacey Turner. You've had one release for Belvinda Sopel. Um, someone else has had one, haven't they? Um, one of the other six has had one, I'm sure. But it, it, the point is, people of the six have been having one, and then Anna's had one done. And it's kind of like, why Anna? Like, not don't get me wrong. Lovely to watch Molly go around the go around and do her day. But why was Molly's put out when all the six are having them done as well? Mm. It just seems a little bit odd. Let's see if we have any more from the rest of the six because we've not had a Letitia Dean one. Uh, no. We've not had a Diane Parrish one. I don't no. think. No, we've not. I, I don't think so. No, 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 no. Who else have we not had there? Uh, no, I can't think off the top of my head. But do you know what I mean? That's my point. It's kind of just Kelly like. Kelly Bright's done one. Kelly sure? Bright's, yeah, that's the one. Kelly yes, Bright's done one. Yes, there's only two of so, the six. Yeah. not done one. Mm, so why has Anna Rain done one? Has, yeah. yeah, so why has Molly had one? It's all very sort of Interesting. like. Interesting. Mm, mm, it's oh, there's something going on. There is something going on, and I think it's. I just think it's odd that there's seven men, especially just to throw Phil in there. Like, if we don't believe that Phil's going to die, then why is there seven? Like, Phil doesn't so need it's... to be there at the moment. Well, so if Anna, so if Anna's involved, who would be? Who would it be out of exactly. the seven men? Dean, Dean I guess. That's It'd the be Dean. Oh, I mean, it's Mere not long to find out. Mere speculation. Mere speculation. I mean, I know that's all it is. I mean, we haven't got long to find out. It's so soon, like a couple of weeks, and we will finally I mean, know. But is it is it is it kind of sad that I'm I'm really looking forward to Christmas Day because of EastEnders? I'd say well done, same. EastEnders. Although that's let what me I'm tell you, for. I know it's my daughter's second Christmas. And <laughs> screw excited, that. She'll yeah. have others. She'll have others. It'll be fine. She won't even know. She'll be in bed by the time. She'll be in bed by the time EastEnders is on. Frank. So oh yeah, what to ten? It's on. That's ridiculous. It's not going to finish. I'd normally be in bed. I've got to stay up late. And I know it's not going to be done till nearly gone eleven. Are they going to be swearing at least? Oh, I, I hope, hope so. Swearing. I hope so. I hope so. 
that would be quite won't. good. Oh, there I won't hope be. there is there. I hope there is, but there won't be. Um, but it's all very exciting. So I guess we shall have to wait and see what the relevance of there being seven men is. Is there a seventh woman to be revealed? Let us know in the comments section. The theories are going to go insane over the next couple of weeks. We're going to be picking up every single little bit of crumb that we can to try and make sense of what is going to happen on Christmas Day. I cannot wait. Very exciting. <laughs> <laughs> On to Sonia and Reese now, and they are on the very precipice of having the final jab, it seems. Like, I mean, again, this this kind of thing kind of goes over my head slightly. I've been led to believe that this is now, you know, their last kind of injection, the last time that they're going to have to do this before Sonia will potentially become pregnant because the drugs that she's been having have a, have worked. Stuff's happened inside Sonia well, and everything's few, fine. Well, there'd, there'd be another few stages left yet, but yeah. Yeah, but it's well, basically everything yeah, is going to Yeah, it's a final injection, it sounds yeah. right. But then yeah. they'd need to... The IVF, of course, means that the embryo would be created yes. uh, in the lab. And then... So they'd, they'd have to make sure the embryo survives. Yes. You've got all that bit to go through, yeah. And then Reese needs to go make a deposit. We were, we were reliably informed this yeah. week. He's going to take a gardening magazine. Honestly, when he was talking about these gardening magazines, I thought it was going to imply that he fancied Charlie Dimmock or something like that. I just... I, that's... Oh. Yeah, I didn't I, but, that at all. well, no, it didn't go there at all. It was just I know I just take a gardening magazine to relax me. I like to read about chrysanthemums before I have a, you know. So it's yeah. yeah. Um, well, I must admit, when he said, "Oh, do you not think I should save my save my supplies <laughs> for tomorrow?" I did think maybe you should actually. I don't know if it quite it, works like it, that. Like that? Okay. I don't think so. I think. <laughs> I think you know it can you can you can go you can go the day after. Do it I think, twice. I think, yeah, right, yeah. Then. Even if you've All got right, and I quote, even if you've got and I quote, lazy swimmers. I don't think they're that lazy. They're, they're like they come to oh, the next okay. day and they're like, no, All I right. can't be asked. No, don't. Be no, stupid. I did this yesterday. I did this yesterday. You having a laugh? No. What do I look like? <laughs> Anyways. Um. So. All is going well. It would transpire, you know, everything's fine, and they're having, and they're all happy and excited. Sonia's talking about a Christmas miracle. Everything's going fine, and as soon as anybody goes on about a Christmas miracle in EastEnders, you know it's about to go horrifically wrong. Reese receives a phone call from the hospital. Um, he has to rush there. Debbie has contracted pneumonia, which is not great. Um, what is going on Ow. with Debbie? I do, I do, God knows, but oh, it's oh. infection. She's been infected. It's 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 an infection, basically. Her, yeah. you know, her her condition has meant that she's become easily. She's more immune. She's more sort of open to infections. So she's now contracted. That's the one. So she's now contracted pneumonia, which right, you know okay. isn't great for someone in her position. Now, I, 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 uh, does she die? Does she wake up? What's going on? You, do you know what? You know when he... Sorry, I'm laughing. Hilarious. Uh, when he, when <laughs> pneumonia he came, for a laugh. Why I'm laughing? Why are you laughing at when pneumonia, came, Ray? Why are you laughing at pneumonia? Pneumonia's not funny, Ray. <laughs> when he came back yeah. from the hospital, yeah. I don't know why, when they were like, oh, she's dead. And Kathy and Sonia were internally clapping and applauding. Uh, yeah, yeah. Um, but Sonia basically when... said, I kind of hope she dies, to be honest. Uh... Which I do you know what though? I get it. I sort of get you can kind you kind of get it from Sonia's perspective, don't you? Like the fact that Kathy like... went, well, you know, every cloud. <laughs> yeah. It's like they are yeah. in limbo, aren't they? Like, yeah. Well, yeah. Well, I, I were half expecting him to walk in and be like, I were, I wait for him to go, oh, she's actually woken up. She's actually woken oh, up, yeah. Yeah. The but pneumonia, no. this infection's it's, made her yeah. wake up. It's got worse. Or something. It's got no, but, yeah. but it's it's like the situation has she's, got worse. So she's not gonna wake up. Why is on death's door? Why are they killing her off now? I don't know. I don't know if they are killing her off. 
The thing is with this, Chris Clenshaw has come out and said that he is enjoying the fact that nobody really knows what's going on with this story. He know he's loving the fact that everyone's not quite sure what to make of Reese. We don't know whether he's a good guy. We don't know whether he's a villain. What he has said, he is saying, I am being very tight lipped about what is to come with Reese, but stuff is to come with Reese. So that's all we really know at the moment. We know nothing at the moment, basically, and that's the way that they want it. They want us to be this confused about Reese, and they want us to be this confused about the Debbie storyline. And let me tell you, we are. It's working, so well done. I mean, I just don't. I don't know. I really don't know what to make of it. I don't know whether I want Debbie to wake up or whether I want Debbie to die. You know what I mean? Um, you know, I no, right. you know what I mean though. I don't know the, yeah. in terms of the story. I don't know where which way yeah. I want it to go. I don't know whether I don't think I want Reese to be a villain. I know I don't want that. I don't want that, but it'd be, I think it'd be much better if she woke up. It'd be more interesting. Well it would be more interesting. But oh, I don't know. I really, really don't know. Um, because all of this comes before you know Sonia and Reese are about to have like an evening together. And what I really liked was the fact that Sonia came downstairs in like this long white dressing gown, which I'm assuming was like Sonia's version of sexy, sexy lingerie. lingerie. <laughs> like, this is flowing white robe coming out, like as if she'd just risen from a lake. You know, she looked like scattering rose petals everywhere. <laughs> Worked for me, yeah. That would be, yeah. Well... Whatever floats your boat, Rob. Whatever floats your boat. Um, so, I, hey, we'll find out more, I'm assuming, with this next week. I hope we finally get some answers about where this story is actually going this week. But apparently it's all going according to plan in the eyes of Chris Clenshaw as to how confused we all are with Reese. So that's good. I mean, I like the fact that there's so many questions about it because I have no idea where it's going, which is a nice feeling with the story, isn't it? Interesting. Well, if he had this secret life with Debbie before, has he got another secret life? And when he's saying he's going to the hospital, is he even going to the hospital? Is he going to his third partner? Oh, you, uh, do you know what? Wouldn't surprise me. Maybe, maybe. Who knows? Nah. nah. I... Well, who knows? We don't who know. Knows? But I'm wondering, is she, is, are they just going to... Maybe what if he wanders off on Christmas off. Day? On. What if he wanders off on Christmas Day and we follow him and he and he does go to his other family and he's got kids going, hey, daddy's back. He's hey. already got kids, yeah? Yeah. That'd be crazy. Oh. Didn't he live Ooh. with Sonia there? That'd he be... does live with Sonia, but he goes to the hospital fairly often. And, when, and Sonia and goes to the hospital. didn't she? Yeah, Sonia goes to the hospital with him sometimes, but she doesn't go with him all the time. No. But at the same time, it's not like he's there overnight or anything. It's not like he disappears overnight, with, I don't think, is it? So, well, that's what I was wondering. Uh, I don't no, think I he don't does. Think he does. So if he's got another family that's like doesn't know about any of this life, he wouldn't be able to just kind of flit in and out. He's a tuba. He's a tuba player, for God's sake. He's not like he could like say, yeah. oh, "I'm away on business." So, oh, I don't know. I've no idea. I've no idea. I'm very excited to find out, but I've no idea where it's going. There we are then. Right, uh, ladies and gents. Uh, next story. Tis the season for a Christmas comedy storyline. Uh, yes, so Elaine and Yolandi are at loggerheads uh, for the Christmas community choir. Uh, and this is, I think, this year's kind of comedy, light-hearted storyline, which is fine. I, you know, I'm nothing, I've nothing against a comedy storyline as long as it's actually funny. Uh, and this actually looks to be like, I mean, Yolandi is a great comedy character, so I'm quite happy for Yolandi to have a feud with someone I've been wanting this since she arrived. And Elaine is a fair enough competitor for her. So, Basically, they're in a rivalry about Elaine kind of trying to take over uh, this 
Christmas community choir you mean thing. Choir. Yeah. Because the, the knights were sort of left in charge of like turning the lights on in the square and everything. So Elaine obviously has gone into massive overdrive with this and wanted like a choir there and all sorts of kind of man entertainment there. The choir kind of gets taken away to go to a care home instead. So Yolandi comes up with the idea, well, let's just do a community choir then. Let's sort out a lovely little service at Christmas that everyone can be involved with and let's all have a nice little sing song. Uh, Lane likes that idea and then he tries to take over. Um, I mean, again, it's nothing too much to discuss at this point, but I just kind of quite liked it. It, it, No matter what your feelings are on Elaine, and I know you're not the biggest Elaine fan, but I think Elaine and Yolandi together might be quite fun, you know? Yeah, it's just a bit of fun, isn't it? Like, yeah, it's uh, a bit of fun. Just, we need a bit. We, we need a bit of fun well, for this Christmas. Don't we, we are. It's going to get dark this Christmas, so I think like your landy is needed. <laughs> your lane is, is there going to be any? This. Is there going to be any relevance to the choir on Christmas Day? Or no, I don't think so. A bit of fun? Yeah, I think it's just, yeah. just a fluffy little Christmas story. They do this every year. You know, they had the panto one yeah. year. They had, you know, they've done choirs before. You know, it's just a little bit of fun in it. Um, and so Yolandi does not like Elaine, it transpires, which I quite like. Um, and we had another mention this week, by the way, of the uh, Albert Square group chat, which we've not had mentioned for a oh, while. Oh, yeah, I noticed that. Yeah, interesting. I want to see the EastEnders, the Albert Square group chat. I want to see what's, what gets spilled in there, who bitches about who. I want to know who's in it, who's not allowed in it. Do you have it. admins? Do you have admins? Yeah, yeah. who's in charge of oh, it? I guess Sonia. Uh, Sonia will be in charge. Sonia's in yeah. charge of it, for she sure. Were able to, she were able to invite you landing like that. Yeah, sure yeah, yeah, yeah. Admin. Sonia's the one who in charge. Think? Um, maybe. Yeah, I, uh, yeah, maybe. I think Sonia's definitely kind of like the key admin Linda. of it, though. I feel like could be an admin, yeah, maybe. Yeah. Who do you think's in charge of the uh what do you th- what kind of drama do you think goes on in the Albert Square group chat? I'd like to know. I think it'd be interesting to kind of see. They could release that as like a nice little Easter egg at Christmas, love couldn't that. they? Yeah, that would yeah. be nice. Yeah. Yeah, I'd like to see that. Ooh. Um so yeah, this community choir thing, um basically Yolandi is trying to get people um signed up for it. Elaine takes over and is basically offering free drinks for anyone that signs up for it. So it's just gonna be a nice little bit of rivalry between Yolandi and Elaine and it'll all be some nice fluffy fun. There we go then, because it's Christmas and we need a laugh. Because God knows the other storylines aren't going to be making us laugh all ah. too much. Ah. On to the big story of the week now. Uh, We knew Karen was on her way out. We weren't sure how it was going to happen. But we've not only lost Karen, we appear to have lost Mitch as well. Um, As well as Bailey, Mac and Mia, which, you know, the kids weren't exactly prominent on screen. So that kind of feels understandable. But losing Mitch... I think is a shame, if I'm honest. I didn't. We didn't know it was going to happen. There's been nothing 100% confirmed that Mitch is gone, but the fact that they left with Julia's theme would suggest otherwise, wouldn't it? He can't. He can't come back as well. He's run off with Phil's money, so well, yeah. he's come back. He's he's equally as in it now. People are going to assume that he knew it, sure. And there's no. And actually, there's not really really any reason for him to come back, is there? Because he's got his kids with him. So yeah, exactly. Yeah. Unless he comes back with Bailey because she wants to go back to school or something. 
Oh boy! Nah, I think we, I think he's gone. Think it's gone. He's it's gone. gone. Mm. Great shame. Great shame. Um, so uh, the suspicions are kind of rife at the start of the week because Karen is splashing the cash a little bit too much. She's sort of buying big breakfasts in the Vic, and she's bought uh, I think it's Max some new trainers. Yeah. So and this doesn't go unnoticed by Phil, who's sort of like looking and going, "Where's she getting all that money from?" Um, but he's not really got anything to base it on until Mitch accidentally crashes into the back of Harvey's taxi. Uh, and this is very kind of obviously bad news for the taxi company. So Kat's kind of like, uh, well, you're paying for that then. Thanks very much. And Mitch is sort of like, well, this is the last thing we need. Marvellous. Um, so that that Karen... didn't make sense to me. What do they do when someone goes on holiday for a week? Well, it was losing the... all that trade. Oh, yeah, but it's the fact that, yeah, but they could get someone else to drive the taxi if, in that case, couldn't they? But this is a taxi that's off the road. I thought that were his car. It was Harvey's car, weren't it? I, but isn't that just his own car? No, I think it's. I think no, because they they bought like a fleet of taxis, didn't they? Oh right. Okay, they all, they've all got superheroes on the back. If you remember the Raymond. Oh yeah. Yes. Oh, yeah. Um. So Kat's like, well, you're paying for that then. So then Karen kind of hands over two grand to Kat and go, uh, it's out of Gray's child uh, maintenance money, which I'm not entirely sure that Gray's even sending to them, but never mind. Um, from prison, like where's Gray going to get child maintenance money from? But never mind. Um, so possibly for that reason, Kat's like, uh, where did you get that from? So it goes to Phil and says that she has handed him this money, and Phil. It's kind of puts two and two together. It's like, where has she got all of this money from? So then checks in fifties as the notes well. In fifties, so she kind of you, you kind of checked the notes. It to twenties, it's but, so yeah. obvious. Or even just put it in a bank account and said, uh, "I'll do a transfer." But uh, Phil, it transpires, has marked all of his money, which is such a Phil thing to do. Um, I mean, to be smart. fair, smart, so much fair. smart thinking, and he's got a little torch. He's got a little torch to find out to to see what what his money is and what it isn't his money. I mean, I, at the start, I was kind of just like, why, why have you marked all your money? But then I suppose it does make sense, really, doesn't it? Like you need to know yeah. if you if you if you live the sort of lifestyle <laughs> that Phil leaves, then you need to sort of keep track of all your cash and sort of find out where it's going and everything. So it does make sense. And he was one running a money laundering business at one point. So it does all sort of kind of make sense. Um, but he quite quickly is kind of like, well, is this actually what I think it is? Did she do the kidnapping? This is insane. So he gets Sam involved. Now, Sam, instant detective. Like, if I need anything finding out, it turns out all you need to go is, to, is turn to Sam. Because Sam can quite quickly go online and social media I'll, really I'll quickly. You, I'll have you know a lot of women can uh, do some oh, right. serious social media <laughs> stalking like that. Fair, yeah, fair. Hard. Oh, all right, yeah. fair enough then. That's probably um, what, yeah, yeah. But she goes straight to Malcolm's Facebook page and sees a picture of Albie on bonfire night, which basically proves that Albie wasn't exactly kidnapped on, by, on bonfire night when they all thought he was being held ransom somewhere. And obviously, none of the rest of the tailors have got Uncle Malcolm on Facebook or anything and saw this picture themselves. Wow. Yes, I mean... Until Sam's gone snooping for someone to notice it. It's... Yeah, but then I sort of think, you know, it's not like Malcolm knew what was going on, so there's no reason why he wouldn't have put that picture on there. And I'll be saying... Yeah, no, I agree with that. Yeah. You've thought maybe Bernie might have got him as a friend on Facebook and seen picture, or even oh, Karen. That's true, and go, yeah. Can you take the picture down because that's like right bait, like you know. Yeah. Don't know. Yeah. Bit clumsy that no one's got, no one else has got him added. Well, maybe, yeah. I mean, I, yeah, I suppose. But then, if how many? Yeah, but then you're sort of looking at like how popular are the tailors? How much? Like, why would any of the Mitchells apart from? Oh, mind you, Sharon would. 
Yeah, I know what you I mean. I just think yeah. one of the take, like Bernie might have had Malcolm added on Facebook and seen it herself, and she would have found yeah. it sooner or something. Yeah. Yeah, maybe. But either way, Phil finds this picture and is sort of like, right, well, the only proof I need now is to find actually where she's hiding the cash. So he goes and looks in the arches, there's nothing in there. And then he goes to the tailors and we get what I have to say was Felix's best episode so far. I loved this. So he answers the door dressed as Tara and we just get this great scene between Phil and Tara Masu. I want more. I want more scenes between Phil and Felix because they are just the antithesis of each other. And it's really fun to see Phil in, in situations like that. You know, like when he get, he helped Kim give birth. Like it really kind of opens, yeah. it, opens it up to comedy. And the two of them are so, so separate from each other. There's no similarities there whatsoever. And it looks like when, when Felix is in Tara mode, he doesn't give us toss. <laughs> like he's kind of like, yeah, you're going to mess with the drag queen, baby. Are you? Like flirts with him and everything. It's <laughs> hilarious. I loved yeah, it. Yeah, it was. I want more. It'll not happen again, though, Rob. Come on. I well, I'd like to. Say, I you know, I think once sometimes what happens is that they'll look at two actors on screen and be like, oh, actually, that's that's interesting. That works. So maybe they'll come back to it again in the future for some reason. I don't know. It'll be fun to see. There we are. We'll have to wait and see. But um, so Phil isn't allowed in the house because Tara says no, which fair enough. So he sends Tommy in instead. And Tommy eventually finds the money under Karen's bed. So that results in Phil storming over to the Vic uh, where Sharon has them all gathered. And the truth comes out. It's kind of and Karen is left kind of working out what to do. Now, after this, I wanted to put I wanted to put Keanu's head through a wall. Because he basically throws Karen under the bus. I was furious. Mm. Like, I get why he did it. But at the same time, he did it with no hesitation whatsoever. And just expected Karen to be fine with that. Evil. Well, he kind of he kind of did. Then saw Karen's reaction and saw that she was going to let him do it. And then went for it, didn't he? But, no, but I think... Yeah, but I got yeah, but he went like he instantly turned around and said like, "Mum, how could you?" And was and by then he's committed, yeah, he's committed, he's committed to it, isn't he? Like from there, it's all on Karen's reaction, and because Karen is a slightly better person than Keanu in that risk in that regard, he's in, in terms of family commitment. Yeah, he kind yeah. of goes loyalty. Yeah, that's the one. <laughs> she kind of goes, oh, yeah, well, yeah, I did. Keanu knew nothing about it. Mitch knew nothing about it. Bernie knew nothing about it. It was all on me. Yeah, I did it. Yeah, I did it. So she gets a good slap from Sharon. Oh, wow, brilliant. Good slap, good slap, good slap. Um, I, by this point, I kind of wanted Karen to escape and I wanted her to get off with the money. I've got to be honest, I did. I really wanted her to sort of just like kind of leave finger up to all of them and just go off with Phil's 50 grand and just go off and have a happy life somewhere. I that's what yeah, I wanted. Yeah, I just I just want a Keanu to get found out and I think Phil's going to suss it. And then it's going to turn yeah. into a battle of Phil trying to convince Sharon but also he's got to be careful because Keanu knows his secret, doesn't he, about um Emma. Yes, but then there's a lot of secrets kind of waiting to be unearthed between that group of characters. Bernie now knows what's gone on as well. And Bernie oh, that's basically true. Bernie basically in the week is saying to Keanu, Yeah, you're dead to me. All right. Like we we aren't brother and sister now. Goodbye. So is Bernie gonna be the one to reveal I it? I loved seeing some Bernie scenes this week. Yeah, again. Yeah. Reminded I'm glad us how that... good Bernie is. She's well, really Bernie good is great. Bernie, well. Yeah, she's great. And I hope that we get some more stuff with Bernie. The fact that she's been left behind is good. That bodes well. Because Bernie yeah. is a fantastic community character for a start. And whenever she gets some proper material to do, Claire Norris always delivers. So I hope she gets some more material in the future. Um, 
but we get what we want. Well, I get what I... Did, what did you want? Did you want Karen to escape with the money? Or did you want her to be arrested and kind of, like, taken away? I didn't want her to be arrested. I just wanted Keanu to be found out. That's all well, I he will really be. wanted from it. He will be by Christmas or we'll be out in the open, which is, uh, which is exciting. Um, but... Then we turn to Mitch, who kind of realizes that the woman he he kind he loves is basically about to disappear out of his life. You know, sort of Harvey and Rocky kind of put these seeds in his head, like you were about to lose. Like you know fish this. And chips. Yeah, and he's kind of like, <laughs> do you know what? Yes, we are. So he runs into the Taylor's house just as Karen's about to leave, and just kisses her, and it's all romantic. And the pair of them, oh, to what? Julia's theme, leave with the kids in the back. Uh, and she t- they ripped Chantel's tree out of the ground, which I quite liked. <laughs> Just ripped it out of the soil. That won't no. be going through uh, customs, will it? No. Can you take a tree in customs? I don't think you can. I don't think that's, a, don't think that's a very easy it. thing to do, is it? No. no. Um, but yeah, I've got to say, I thought it was a great exit for Karen. I thought it really worked. It, it kind of, it did really well in sort of establishing that sort of loyalty that Karen's always had to her family. That sort of lioness mother role but also kind of gives this woman who's always been really down on her luck. This is the woman who has forever sort of had, you know, a, a, a chest freezer at the back of her, at the back of her flat with like all the frozen food in it. So that she doesn't have to spend that much money. You know, she's always been down on her luck. So the fact that Karen is now allowed to kind of run off with 50 grand of money to a brand new life in Spain with the man that she, that she adores with her kids in the, with her kids in the back and a tree in the back. I quite like that for Karen. I think it's a good exit for her. Yeah, none of her kids, but yeah. No, no, none of her kids. kids. Yeah, that's true. But she can start again. She can start a <laughs> yeah, brand new yeah. life with these young kids, and she can. I think she can be happy. So I, good for I, Karen. I think we were starting to like hate Karen. We found out that she was yes. leaving, and we were yeah. like, "Oh, now they're trying to make us hate her." They've they've turned it around and redeemed it and made it yes. all happen in a very believable Karen kind of way. Yeah, actually. I think so. so. And because they've obviously thought, how is she going to leave two of her kids behind on square? Because Karen wouldn't do that. Mm. And Chad yeah. and Riley, of course, as well, wherever they yeah. live in. Yeah, wherever they... We're but never going to so hear about them again, so... No. It was nice to see them for yep. five minutes the day. Briefly, but it was nice, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, I was pleased with Karen's exit. I think it's a shame, but I'm glad. I'm glad that she got the she got that a really good exit, which gave Lorraine Lorraine Stanley plenty to kind of sink her teeth into. That was nice. Same with Roger Griffiths. I think Mitch has been such a uh, wasted potential. I really do because I think Roger Griffiths is a really really strong actor. So it's a shame. Both to... have, they both had some really good scenes as well yeah. this week. This always happens when characters are leaving. As I well. know. It's really annoying actually. They give them they give them the best of themselves, and then they then they bugger off. They're not dead. They're not so, dead. They've not been killed off. No. So they could come back down the line, perhaps. Fingers crossed, I hope. So where does this leave Keanu now, do you think? Well, like you say, Bernie's hating him. Felix is going to know. Surely Bernie's going to confide in Felix about it because he already knows half of it. Yeah, because he found the money. Okay. So how is he going to... Mm, yeah. So maybe we will have some more Felix and Phil scenes. Oh, that suits me. Yeah. Marvellous. Gold star this week, Ray. what do you reckon? Karen, gotta be. Yeah, I'll go with that. I'm giving it two. to Karen. Yeah, because two. I was just gonna say, what well, last times we'll be able to do it, and yep. uh, I thought she did really well with her in Stanley this week. Like, such a shame. So yeah, yeah. Karen. Two gold stars for Karen this week. Right, ladies and gents, uh, we have had quite a bit of news this week. Uh, and we've got a lot of comments to read from theories for the six storyline and where that's all going to go. So let's get on with the news and the comments. Right, ladies and gents, uh, we've got quite a bit of news this week. And first and foremost is the fact that we've got a returning character. 
Sausage surprise. Johnny Carter's on his way back, ladies and gents. Um, we have had a confirmation that Mick and Linda's adored son has been living and working in Manchester for the past five years after relocating north in January 2018. Charlie Suff will take on the role as Johnny, who returns in the not too distant future. Charlie Suff, Charlie Souf, Charlie. It's so anyway. Um, no. Charlie trained at the Bristol Old Vic and has worked on stage and in short films. Chris Clenshaw has said, I am delighted to welcome Charlie Souf to the role of Johnny Carter. Although we haven't seen Johnny on the square in almost five years, his character remains linked to the show and its most iconic venue, the Queen Vic. Since his short time away, the Carter family dynamics have changed significantly. Yeah, not half. Uh, and it's safe to say that Johnny will be returning to a very different Walford than the one he left. Now, this is quite interesting because I was always quite a big Johnny fan. Um, obviously, Wait, the most. Rob? You've never I made was. it clear to me before. Oh, I was. <laughs> um, obviously, Johnny's most iconic storyline was when he came out to Mick. That was quite early yeah. on in Johnny's life, and then he sort of didn't really do a massive amount. But I tell you what, I can already feel the hackles of the Ballon fans being sharpened, the talons, because obviously he had a one night stand with Ben at one point. Now Ben and Johnny became oh. quite close. Oh. Ben and Johnny did become quite close, especially around the time of Paul's death, and then yeah, you know, I about and then, all that. yes, and then he had a one night stand with Ben. So is this is this a risk to Ballon? Do we think? Do you reckon this is where this might be going? Possibly, yes. I was oh, going to say dear. hope so, but I don't really want there to be more, oh. you know, Ballon struggles. If I'm honest with you, it'd be nice to just see him getting on, getting on. Actually, mm. <laughs> if anything, I just want to see more of Callum. Be interesting if he, he ends up. What if he went off with Callum, Callum instead? What, what yeah, well, be, what, give Callum be, something. They'd be quite well suited. In all fairness, yeah, I, I, I could feel the sulphur coming from ah. the Ballon fans already. But sorry, <laughs> we'll have to wait and see. But yes, Johnny's coming back, and I'm, I'm going to be pleased to see Johnny in his third incantation. He's almost getting up there with Ben the amount of actors that have played him. But you this think is lovely. He's cursed. His role might be cursed or well, something. Who knows? Have to wait and see what happens. That's exciting. Um, the other piece of news is that Angela Winter has been cast in Doctor Who. Now I'm a big Whovian. I love, I love myself some Doctor Who. Uh, and she's going to be playing the grandma of the next companion. She's going to be called Cherry Sunday. Uh, and <laughs> now I've said that out loud, I get it, Cherry Sunday. That's quite funny. Uh, <laughs> um, but it has been uh, confirmed that the EastEnders team and the Doctor Who teams will be working together in order to make sure that Yolandi can stay on the square and also appear in Doctor Who as well. So that's nice. And I love that for Angela Winter. She deserves to be everywhere. She's a great actress. And I am delighted that she's going to be in two of my favourite shows. I love that. Go me, I love is that. There, is a companion then Doctor Who's mate? Yeah, the one that goes on the one that goes on the TARDIS with them. So she's gonna oh, be playing. Oh right. Yes, but not so she's... like Bradley Walsh was the granddad of a companion. Yeah, but she's not gonna be going on, on the, the TARDIS. One, she's sort of like the she's sort of the grandma okay. of the new companion. So that's Oh, okay. okay. Yeah. So, so that's, that's Oh yeah, exactly. because it's got um what's she called? Mil Millie Gibson, Millie yeah, who Millie used to Gibson play, who used to play uh, Kelly in Coronation Street, yeah. So it's yeah, so oh. so packed as everywhere in Doctor Who at the moment, and so they there should be. There we are, then. Yeah. Uh, so that's exciting. Uh, have you got any comments to read, Ree? I do. I'm going to start off with one from our Instagram page from Amanda Roberts, who says, I "Think the Stacey Jack storyline is silly. Can't they be close and supportive without the likely jumping into bed that's going to happen?" I'm no. rolling a merge. No, they can't. <laughs> uh, uh, I, agree. Yeah. I, I agree with Amanda, to be honest. Now that I'm seeing it playing out, I kind of kind of get it. But it does feel a little bit forced, if I'm quite mm -hmm. honest. Like, 
Yeah, does it? Does it oh, I don't know. It's just a bit. Stace is having an affair with a Branning man. Yeah, yeah. It'd be nice to him for him to just be platonic and get on for the sake of. I'm uh, telling you, this is all to bring Max back. That's the only reason it's happening. It's to give Max something else to react to when he inevitably returns. I'm telling you, he's yeah. coming back. Yeah, but then it also fair. is very. It's also quite a big. The reason this is happening is to put Jack in the suspect list for the floor on Christmas Day as well. Because it means. Because I think it's really interesting that Theo is now no longer on the list and Jack apparently has taken his place. There is a picture of all of the suspects and all of the six together. And the positioning of everybody is interesting. Jack is right on the end next to Stacey. He's not next to Denise, who is down the other end of the line. Now, all the other women have men, their man, sort of next to them in the pictures. Not Jack and Denise. They are separated. Who's Denise next to? Ravi? Ravi, yeah. Right, interesting. But I think it's just interesting that that's where Jack is in comparison well, to everybody else. Well, something must kick off if if Stacey's... But why like, would you Stacey... Yeah. kick off this quickly, like, yeah. in two weeks. Interesting. Oh, what is going on? What is going on? Right, on to some emails. Um, Megan Hawking has said, Hi, Robin Ray. Love the podcast. Would love to hear your thoughts next week on all the yellow clues that have been dropping into recent weeks. A potential seventh and maybe even the killer. So, Megan has attached some pictures. One was uh, of a yellow knife. Now, I did mention the knife, if you remember. When we were talking about the Nish and Eve scenes uh, last yeah. week when they were in the kitchen, all the knives were lined up, and there was a, a coloured knife for each woman, and there was a yellow one as well. She's also pointed out yellow on the bunting in the Vic, a yellow balloon, which was when uh, they... Remember they put all those balloons up? There was balloons of different colours. Uh, all of the six colours were on these balloons, including a yellow one. Uh, yeah. And even a yellow stripe on Suki's rainbow kimono. Speaking of Suki and Eve, I can't help but think it isn't a coincidence that the yellow in the examples is often right next to the blue and the red. In the oh, knife gosh. examples, I uh, know this is how people. This is so people go so in depth with this. My brain doesn't work this way. No, in the knife examples, in the knife example specifically, blue and yellow are either side of the big knife, which could be the body. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Like, I don't get how people land on these. You My know current... what? And if you're right, like, fair play to everyone involved. Amazing. Out. Yeah, right. My current theory is that yellow is Eve and that she's going to return to the square and kill to protect Suki. My theory will probably change next week, but there we are. The only <laughs> other person who I associate with yellow is Anna, as she was wearing Ooh. a yellow dress in the night's trailer but that feels a bit random but then do you know what megan so does the rest of it <laughs> no <laughs> well be Anna, right. anna's been wearing a yellow jumper this week as well so she you has. may have a point there yeah yeah mm, let's, well, let's keep an eye on let's keep an eye on anna and the color of yellow i mean i'm yeah. gonna admit to you that the the yellow stripe on the kimono might be clutching at straws just a little bit on that one i don't know though so you're looking at this picture of the kimonos mm. all the colors oh, are really? there all the colors are there and the knife, the knife thing was interesting. Even I noticed the knife thing, so that must be deliberate if that was put yeah. up there. The balloons, I didn't notice, but again, possible, possible. I mean, this is the thing. People have been spotting all year about what colours the six are wearing throughout the year in what scenes. My brain just doesn't work like that. No, but it's, unfortunately, people, mine doesn't either. No, uh, but people have been jumping on all these theories. So, yeah, it's... Who knows? I think keep an eye on Anna. I'm telling you. I think you're right there, Megan. Keep an eye on Anna. Mm. Next email, my lovely. The next email is from Jake Cannon, who says, Hi, Robin Marie. I am obsessed with your podcast and cannot wait to listen to it every single week. So clean out my guinea pigs. Thank you, uh, Just wanted to email us recently. I have been noticing that not only are the six interacting, but also the potential suspects for the floor. Rocky is still in debt to Nish, and Nish knows about him starting the fire. Obviously, Ravi and Nish have the whole Eve saga bonding them together. 
Filinciano have the Albi father situation. Ravi and Jack have tension. And minor spoiler alert, Nino, Nino. I've seen a little something that may be coming up with Keanu and Dean. What are your thoughts on this? And do you think any of it will come into play on Christmas Day? Well, I, I think inevitably it will come into play on Christmas Day. I think this is now just all about looking at the men's relationships to all of the different women. Now, Nish has got a lot going on with us, mm, with some yes. of the women. So uh, that's is why I think Nish is top of the suspect list. Maybe Nish will find out about Keanu. Yeah, maybe. And then that will... Again, I think it's always really important to remember that even though it's been packaged like this, I don't think it's been ever officially confirmed that one of the six is actually the killer. I agree. I don't think it's one of the six. And I think there's very deliberate reason for that. So, you know, it's... Oh, it's driving me mad. How it, it, well, what's this spoiler that Jake's on about there with Keanu and Dean? I don't see how they're going to cross paths, to be honest. No, I don't see why they would, but they do, mm. I, I have I have seen that there is some clashing to go oh, on between Keanu. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ooh. So I, I think... I think Nish gets involved somewhere on the line as well. So, all the, the, yeah, it's all happening. It's all happening in these next few weeks. Uh, Rachel Troutman has emailed us to say, my theory is that George will be on the floor Christmas Day and Kat will be the murderer. Ooh. And if Ooh. it's not George, if it's not George, then Vinny will be killed in a case of mistaken identity. Now, I picked George because when he moved on to the square, he seemed too good to be true. Plus, I just didn't mm-hmm. see the actor sticking around for very long. But here we are in December and he's not really done anything that would warrant being murdered, unless it's accidental, which is possible. As soon as I saw Kat's wedding dress, I knew she was involved as well. Why is iconic Kat Slater not a part of this storyline? I think she'll be wearing a yellow dress. I also think Anna, here we go again, is involved simply because the last few days, days in the life of EastEnders Instagram page, included Lacey, Gillian Kelly and Molly. Surely that cannot be a coincidence. The only thing I am sure at is that Ravi, Jack, and especially Martin cannot be on the floor Christmas Day because I will ugly cry if that happens. <sighs> yeah, I mean... some actual reason, then, why they could be on the floor. <laughs> no, just because it will upset Rachel, and quite right, too. Yeah. I agree with that reasoning, Rachel. I will ugly cry, too. Um, yeah, I t- people are cottoning on to the Anna thing. People, uh, Yeah, I think Anna might be mm-hmm. one to keep an eye on. I think it's... I think it's interesting with Anna and Gina that Gina is kind of traditionally the more fiery one who, if you were to say who could be a killer out of those two, you would automatically think Gina. But Anna is kind of more quiet. Circumstances. Anyone is a killer in the right circumstances. Mm. So, yeah, who knows? Who knows? Who knows? Who knows? But, yeah, thank you for all your theories. Uh, Keep them coming. We really we'd love to see if anyone actually lands correctly on the right theory as to when it happens on Christmas Day. (laughs) Very exciting. Um, If you'd like to send us your theories and you'd like to send us your thoughts, your comments, your questions, you can do it by doing the following. You can find us on Facebook at Albert Square After Dark, on Instagram and Twitter at E20 After Dark. Like and subscribe on our YouTube channel, Albert Square After Dark. You can find us on all your favourite podcast sites. You can drop us an email at e20afterdarkpodcast at gmail.com. If you'd like to buy us a coffee, you can do so by going on buymeacoffee.com forward slash E20 After Dark. Boom! Thank you very much for watching. Thank you very much for listening. Hopefully, we'll have a normal schedule next week and we'll be back same time be next nice. week. It will be nice. Thanks very much because it really puts Ree's day out of whack. <laughs> or a bit of notice. Just a bit yeah. of notice would be nice. That'd be great. Um, so, we'll be back same time next week. Until then, it is goodbye from me. And goodbye from me. Goodbye! Bye! Bye.